0: What's up, everybody? On this week's episode of Guys Talking Sports, we talk a plethora of the NFL as it was the opening weekend. We discussed the monumental collapse of the port- uh, excuse me, not Portland, uh, the Clippers. And uh, the NBA playoffs as a whole, and we kind of briefly talk about college football and what if and what ain't. It. So make sure you turn into this week's episode of Guys Talking Sports. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Guys Talking Sports. Gosh darn it, fellas. Man, let me tell you, it's Wednesday night. Well, was definitely not Tuesday, where Tuesday they had every sport underneath the sun. Or maybe it was Monday. But either way, there's a hell of a lot of sports going on right now. <laughs> you can go from college football, NFL, MLB, golf, tennis, WNBA, NBA. Hell, you might even have some expert. Uh, some UFC uh, undercards going on right now. You're talking at least seven to eight to nine sports going on at one time. And by golly, it's September. It's a man's dream, I tell you. It's a man's dream. So how you guys doing?
1: Doing good, man. Doing well. <laughs> yes, I am very excited because of all the sports that is going on in this world. The month of September is really where it's at right now. Only thing I can say positive about this 2020 right now.
0: <laughs> well, let's just hope that uh, there will be no more uh, flare-ups of the said C-word that we won't discuss, even though we'll probably touch on it for college football. But anyway, enough of the chit-chat. Let's get right into it. The kickoff of the NFL. What say ye? Was there, was there anything that kind of shocked you? Did anything you found out of the ordinary? What uh, do you have any takeaways? Uh, so let's just dive right into it.
1: Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, there, was, there wasn't really any takeaways for me per se because I wasn't really paying attention. I was actually just enjoying the fact that the NFL is back. So, from taking it from a fan's perspective, just to sit back and watch the games, whether your favorite team won or lost doesn't really matter. It's just a celebration of the fact that football is indeed back, and we get to enjoy watching the NFL games in the comfort of our homes. Um, bringing back out the, the the sports paint, the the gear, the the, the 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 fans' uniforms. All I mean, the teams' uniforms. All that, just to sit back and enjoy football, so knowing that there's so much football games out there on Sunday. Um, I, as a fan, I was just, I'm just happy that back. back. Like, I can't even, week one to me, with all the games that went on, went in place, um, there were some surprises. I mean, not really surprises. Um, thought Cam was going to do what Cam did. Um, I thought that the Patriots did what they were supposed to do and play to Cam's strengths, um, not his weaknesses. Uh, which benefit for them for a win um, was taken back? I wasn't really taken back in regards to Tom Brady because I knew it was the first week with a new team, new you know wide receivers. was going to be a, a chance to he has to get acclimated to the system. So I wasn't really worried about that per se. All these games just was just like it was week one. Eventually they're going to get their, their you know their 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 rhythm back and everything, but all in all, I'm just excited that it's back. Bottom line. Um, I thought that everybody, you know, the games being played was just, I think that was the positive in itself.
2: Yeah. I was, uh, you know, you know, I was, I was happy. Um, the NFL was back playing. I was actually watching football all, uh, all Sunday. So I didn't do much, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, (laughs) I will say this in spite of having no real off season workouts, no preseason games. I mean, the product on the field on Sunday, um, wasn't half bad. I mean, for most of the games that I watched, it looked like in the beginning, like you were like in that third game of the preseason where everyone was just trying to get their, feet underneath them, there was a ton of hamstring injuries all over the places. So Mm -hmm. my surprise more so was that it didn't look totally sloppy. Um, it actually you know was, was quite good um you're yeah, not real surprises for me i think tom brady he had those two ints i think they'll get that cleaned up i think they just got to get everybody on on their pages on okay. the same page per se um uh the kansas city chiefs looked like they were like right in almost mid-season form um why some people you know want to rank the baltimore ravens above them even though they're reigning champions and haven't lost anybody is still, you know, is a shocker to me, but for me, it was for the most part, par for the course, uh, except the one surprise is I was a little shocked that Washington Redskins actually beat the Eagles. Um, then I started watching the game and realized that half of their line was out. And then by the end of the game, the other half of that line was out and Carson Wentz, whoo, it was laying a wood to that boy. Um, Dwayne Haskins really didn't light them up, but credit that front line. That front line, they got um, four first-rounders on that line in that defense. So, um, eventually, you strike gold if you're going to pick some you know, defensive linemen, you know, four out of the five past year. So, they look to be a little scary. If that defensive line for the Redskins can hold up, they are going to cause some problems in the NFC East. Will they win it? I don't think so because the offense is still questionable. But defense, I think the Redskins, I said it before, I think the Redskins are going to be a little bit more of a shocker. Not the Giants, but the Redskins are going to be a little bit more of a shocker, um, at least in the NFC East.
0: The boys stink.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you would have asked me that question before the season started, I would have told you the exact same thing. <laughs> they stink, and the offensive line is – they got to get it
0: together. <laughs> I ain't going to front, man. That drive that you guys had, that 19-play drive, methodical, was real nice. I don't know what Daniel Jones was thinking. I think You know what? I was thinking he was trying to throw it away out of the backside of the end zone, mm-hmm. but got his arm hit. Dude, you got to eat that. He had to – I don't understand why he didn't feel that presence coming on to him on the side, or he just thought he was going to be faster than getting hit.
2: Now, that that drive you're talking about, and I was sitting there, and I was getting ready to tweet something. I was like, all right, looks like the boy might have finally got his rhythm. And I'm linking, thinking, all of a sudden, he throws the energy. I'm like, God damn it. it." (laughs) This is an Eli 2.0. However, um, the drive and all the offensive plays was – Classic Jason Garrett, classic Dak Prescott dink and dunk. Um, The only thing different is that Dak would have probably tried to run it in and got clocked, but he wouldn't have thrown it in, you know, like that and got popped and the ball fluttered up and, you know, it was an easy pitch and catch. But I was was with you out. I mean, Ace, I was thinking that, all right, he might have got his groove. He got his feet underneath him. I'm like, if he can put this in, you know – If they don't win, at least you can say, okay, maybe he's turned the page and maybe Daniel Jones is going to, you know, start to progress. But then he did that. (laughs) But outside of that play and the other – that was just a bad INT. He wasn't that bad. The offensive line was just atrocious. I mean, Barkley, you can't do anything. By the time Daniel Jones was snapping the ball, three of the four defensive linemen was in the backfield greeting Daniel – I mean, Barkley, when he got the ball, you can't do – not out with that, and that's something that you know they were trying to address. They got to get that fixed, worked out, or you're going to waste Barkley's prime years. And right now are his prime years.
0: And let me ask you this: going back to that that bad interception, Daniel Jones is not Eli. He's not. He he doesn't have lead feet. He has the ability to scramble. I don't know why he didn't decide to to, to try to pick up a few extra a few extra yards and slide, if nothing else, if he felt as though he was going to get hit. I wonder if the, the coaching staff is preaching to him, like, dude, we don't want you running. Uh, he
2: had a couple of plays where he actually did pick up some yards with his feet, so I don't know if they're saying don't run. I'm thinking they're saying, you know, if you're going to get hit, hold the ball, because I saw him hold the ball with two hands, you know, on a couple of occasions. But I thought he was going to run, and I thought he was going to try to run and cut to the outside and get a couple of yards and stop the clock. But then when he started to prop back and throw, I was like, don't do it. And he got hit. So I don't know. It's like he might have been trying to throw it out of the bounds. And then I guess he didn't think the DB was that close. And then he just, he just tapped them, and the ball went the other way. And that was all she wrote.
0: I don't feel – you know, I, I feel for your loss, obviously. But, you know, <laughs> but then I turned around and looked at my squad. and like, I don't even know what to think with them. What the hell okay. happened? <laughs> I, I, I could not tell you, man. They got more injuries right now. Uh, Richard Sherman is on the, the IR right now. Uh, really? Kittle, yeah, he's on the IR. For, uh, yeah, he, Kittle wasn't playing. He's he's hurt too. He's hurt. They're talking about he may or may not play week two. Mm. Um, <sighs> dude, the, the NFC West right now is looking to be the toughest division in the NFL. You got four squads in that division right now. I think it's legit, legitimate to at least get two, maybe three teams in the playoffs. And, and all now, when they're, they're is,
2: adding an extra, what, an extra spot, it's exactly. possible. Exactly, exactly. Yeah.
0: And all they're gonna do is feast and famine on each other. You know, they're gonna feast on those who are lesser than them, obviously. But they're just gonna be banging against, banging their heads up against one another, and that's gonna be the difference between one and one and four. But I'm not saying that the Cardinals is not a good team. Obviously, when you get D. Hopkins and their defense was pretty good last year. Mm -hmm. And Kyler is, you know, Kyler Murray is starting to come into his own a little bit. It was just a matter of time before the Cardinals were going to turn around a little bit. And, man, uh I'm not saying the 49ers defense isn't stout, but if they can't control Kyler Murray, and he's not the most gifted passer in the conference, you ain't gonna do crap against uh, you know, our pretty boy up in Seattle. <laughs> and and golf, you know, he's a gunslinger. And if he starts getting red hot, you never know what's gonna happen with them. And everybody's got their doubts about Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the crazy? All the media pundits have no faith in in Jimmy G.
1: But see, that's my my point is is like, like this is only week one. Like people have to understand, like this is still this is technically a preseason game, so they have a good opportunity to fix whatever mistakes that they have to go into the next game and get some type of rhythm going. And that's one of the reasons why I'm not going to take too much into week one's games because. You know, they still have an opportunity to fix it. Now, if you to come back and tell me by week four that this is the same thing that's going on and all that's you know, then all bets are off because now you have a rhythm. You you have, you know, you already – you've been playing in a couple of games now. So, to get this all off your chest. But I think that it's just the fact that right now it's just the week one, you know, just a regular – it's a regular season game. But right now players, it to me, is like a preseason game. And they still have to get that experience to get to know the team, uh, especially people in new teams. They got to get those players got to get to know the teams a little bit better, the players a little bit better. And I think that's when that will come into play. And with the injuries that are happening now, you know, you never know.
0: I will say this: the the pundits that we call the media, you know, they're they're taking it all the way back to the Super Bowl, <laughs> where Jimmy Gene the fourth quarter was we can say a little off where if he had just made one or two plays we're talking about the 49ers being the Super Bowl champs versus Kansas City and I guess that's where they they have their doubts about him because they say if he's that elite quarterback that they say he is he wouldn't have missed a couple throws in the Super Bowl but I digress yeah. you know it's yeah. really his first true year of starting 16 games you know what they expect from the fool. You know, you can't you can't judge everybody based off of Patrick Mahomes. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and let's and, and
2: let's call a spade a spade. I mean, if you want to go, if they're going to go back to the Super Bowl for the first three and uh, not even a half, three and a quarter of that Super Bowl, Jimmy G looked way better than Patrick Mahomes. That's yeah, true. Way better. It was just the not even half of the fourth quarter, maybe a little bit more than half of the fourth quarter, they just – he made a few bad passes, but they took the ball out of his hands, and they let Patrick Mahomes catch fire, and that was it. Right. And my thing is, okay, where the fuck was defense at?
0: Because
2: that that was for three quarters. Jimmy, he wasn't lighting up the box, but damn sure he was playing pretty damn good.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. He was doing just enough for them to. He was doing what he was supposed to do for them and to I, win.
2: And I thought they were going to win that game the way things were going. And then all of a sudden, you know, he made a few bad passes. They snatched the ball out of his hands. They let, and then the defense unfortunately let Mahomes get on the roll. And that was it.
0: <clears throat> <sighs> Sorry. That would have been, been one for the thumb right there. <laughs> huh? and that would have been one for the thumb.
2: <laughs> and, and if Jimmy G would have won it with San Francisco 49ers, Bill Belichick would have been looking at all of them and I'm like, see, this is what the F
0: I told you. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 right, right. Yeah. But but that that is a beautiful segment, a beautiful segue into New England, man. Uh Cam Newton didn't exactly light up the uh the passing game with his performance, but <laughs> Cam looked like Cam. Cam was 15 for 19, I believe, for 155, and he had two scores on the ground. If anything, he was accurate. Maybe he was just digging and dunking, but if that's his first game and they're just getting him acclimated and ready to see how we're going to you know, take this thing and kind of take off, dude, <laughs> I don't know if Belichick is a genius <laughs> or what, but he's going to make Cam a Hey man, coming to end the season. Oh yeah, without question, without question.
1: And, I, and that's that's what I was saying before about New England because they was playing to Cam's strengths and not his weaknesses. And when you start utilizing what his strengths are, and then adapt to that system behind it, it only helps to drive the te- the offense going forward. So now teams is gonna look and say, okay, now here's the deal. Now they could think of it as you know. How he was in Carolina um and may do you know defensive schemes around that, but with Belichick, he's that dude that can adapt to any situation and make it better, so if he's planning it week by week, I'm pretty sure he's gonna have something else in line for the Patriots offense um for the next opponent, and by that time, it'll be something completely different where the Patriots is gonna continue to win, and if that is the case, then it's more so that. Because of the, the the of Belichick and the fact that he can adapt to the situation, a lot of people can't do that now, and a lot of people don't want to do that. Which is is is, is I don't understand the logic. I mean, if you ha- you can't force a runner to become a pocket passer, you can. But they do need to get him a, a
2: a a few more weapons, maybe one or two more weapons, to be able to toss it. Because, like you said, you can't turn a a, a runner into a straight pocket passer. But you also don't want a runner who's been injury, injury prone That's true. to continue to run. I mean, you got to give him a few more weapons to kind of toss and rock to. But, you know, hopefully running is not what they intend him to do the entire time. And I don't think they are. I think they're going to have to pass. But yeah. he, needs a, he needs a few more weapons out there if Cam is going to be their long-term solution at QB.
0: I think they – executed the game plan perfectly whereas moving forward you have to respect cam and the fact that they may try to use him as a runner and then that'll open things up even more despite the fact that he doesn't have true weapons you know or at least he doesn't have a name weapon like most teams do and i think that's what's going to help cam and propel new england I'm not saying they're going to go undefeated. They probably won't, but I can see them. If that defense plays like they they, they play it all season, And Miami's no slouch. Miami's not a great team, but but they're damn sure ain't awful, considering how they ended the season last season.
1: Well, we'll we'll Well. see. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you took the words right out of
0: my mouth. Well, I mean, but you got to – everybody pegged Miami to be that bad, but then Miami started winning, and they were beating good teams. Like New England,
2: <laughs> they did with the goat on there. Yeah, it,
0: exactly. So, and uh, I guess if you talk, if you talk Cam, you gotta talk the goat, or you know Aryans dissing the goat. But anyway, um, <laughs> 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 but uh, I truly think, I truly think that uh, Belichick might th- might have a thing or thing or two up his sleeve. I don't know if they're gonna if they can find somebody on waivers or make a trade for a wide receiver that might come in there or <laughs> or they might go back and get that dude. No,
1: <laughs> uh, no, nah, they don't need to get that dude right now. Ooh. They don't need to get that yeah. dude. No, they don't need to get that dude right now. Maybe
0: real quiet though.
1: <laughs> no, but no, nah, don't matter. Don't matter. Let's uh, let's Cam needs to see what he has with the weapons he has now. There's no reason for him to get that dude. He needs to just develop his chemistry with the people, the Patriots wide receivers that are currently on the roster right now. And once that happens and it's evaluated, even if that's the case, I still don't see them getting that dude. I don't see them getting that dude. Why? Why? No hate on him. I'm just saying there's no reason at this stage, especially if they're winning. If they're winning, what's the point?
0: But he could be that person to take the lid off the top. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're talking about now? E? A B? Yeah.
1: <laughs> See even he's taking his head. Like
0: I, I, I look, look, look here. If 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 uh if my man can keep getting like the seventh time that he's been reinstated from doing drugs and all that crap, why can't you let A B back in?
1: That's not he's the point. Being, that's not, not the back? point. No, 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 that's not the point. Am I going to take that drama back? Why? I mean, he the bridge, the bridge has already been burnt. There are a decent amount of wide receivers out there that kid is capable enough to do the same thing, not the same thing as he does, but can be capable enough to help the team get over the hump. Like who? I haven't thought about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> but my point, uh, most, not you saying... can make trades. You can make trades. So it's not like it can't be done. <laughs>
0: Lovely.
2: Not to say not to say that um, Antonio Brown will, will never get a job in the NFL. Some team will take a chance on him. I just don't think it's going to be the Patriots. He was there, and it didn't end very well. And, you know,
1: and that, that's it. <laughs> now, now, if you really want to play – if you really want to do this, and I could see one team end up taking them just because. And that would be, of course, the same team that, of course – I mean, the same player that took him before that was open arms to him. Why not do it in, huh? No, why not do it back, back in? Nope, no, 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 no. I mean, he could still have that same relationship with Tom Brady. Tampa.
0: <laughs> see my point? You uh, <laughs> see my point? <laughs> I mean, they got everybody else under the sun signed. I don't see why they couldn't do i <laughs> <A>, B. <too. laughs>
1: I'm just saying, like I could see that. I just don't see the Patriots going back through that bridge again.
2: And besides, even if they were to get him back, he got to sit eight games anyway because he's on that coach's exempt list. So that that would be – but I don't think they would do it because they already tried it. It didn't really work out. I mean, he cussed out, you know, you know Robert Kraft and, you know, talk slicked about, you know, Bill Belichick. Then recanted it and said he didn't mean it. But at that point, I'm like, yeah.
1: That's not going to work. okay.
2: Even after they bent over backwards to take you, even with all the heat that he had, and all they told him was just to don't say anything, keep your mouth shut, work it all out, you'll play. And he still fucked it up.
0: I think he might have been on that shit. But, you know, I I, (laughs) – He still might be on (laughs) (laughs) that. Cocaine is a hell of a drug.
2: (laughs) It is. I can see him going someplace else eventually, but I don't think it's going to be – with the Patriots,
0: yeah, I, but I, agree. Still, but I still don't understand how Josh Gordon and his his demons still keeps getting chances. I don't
1: know. I don't know. I, I I I I don't know. I I I I'm very puzzled by that. Very puzzled.
0: I guess that's what happens when you got elite speed. <laughs> it can catch a ball. But Anthony Brown got both of those. But yet he can't. He can't catch a break because he's he slick with the tongue.
2: <laughs> that's because uh, Josh Josh Gordon has only really been an impediment to himself, not exactly. a team or coaches. Yep. He ain't cussed out and call a call a GM a cracker. <laughs> can we say that? Yes, we can. Call this GM a cracker.
0: <laughs> but, but, but he ain't wrong. <laughs> that's
1: not the point. Because he ain't wrong doesn't mean he can't say it. He should say it. I mean, like, like especially if you're on a different team, <laughs> If you're on a different team, perhaps, like, you can't do that to your own balls. Like, come on. And now, then expect the... to try to get the job back? Come on. Ain't nobody that you know would be able to get away with that and then ask for their job back to, with the same company, no, the same if was, manager.
2: <laughs> if I was the Patriots, if the, if, if there's a, a wide receiver that you might want to you know sniff around and see if you can get I was trying to try to sniff around OBJ because who knows if the Browns are actually really looking to trade or not to trade. But right now they're going to be asking for a King's ransom.
1: And we know Bill Belichick is as cheap as it comes. Okay. Wait a minute. I get for the fact, speaking of the Browns, I get the fact that this was just week one, but after all the complaint that OBJ did last year about getting enough, not getting enough touches, you're going to tell me that, in the first week of the NFL season, knowing about the complaints from last season, you still going to continue your ways and not get more targets to OBJ?
0: He targeted him. He he dropped some. He overthrew him some. He caught a few. Yeah. Uh, but even Baker said it himself. It's like he's not. He he said he's not going to try to force the ball to OBJ just because he wants the ball. He said it has to come organically. Um. <laughs> I guess they're pressing OBJ and making it difficult, but I was watching, I don't know if it's NFL Live, you know, working from home, you got ESPN on in the background all damn day, you catch a lot of shit. But uh they were talking about Baker, and Baker is just, they said he's, for he's, whatever reason, he's not pulling the trigger. Like, it was plenty of passes where he had open receivers that just didn't throw the ball. And they're, they're just not understanding what's going on in his head right now. They're saying that this dude's regressing really really bad (laughs) and they don't even know if he'll finish the season as the quarterback for the browns wait who is their backup though Uh, i don't know
2: if i'm gonna put you like this the browns if they stink bad if i'm trevor lawrence i pray that god darn hell they don't end up with the first round pick because oh, that yeah. seems to go to a place where quarterbacks go <laughs> to
0: die. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly thought that Jacksonville was trying to play for that, but they won. <laughs> yeah. Don't <Go> figure <laughs> Why did Jack- Jacksonville mess around and make the playoffs? <laughs> you they
2: know own. what? With Cleveland, they, they mess around and not only lose to the Bengals, but. If Joe Burrow has a really good game mm-hmm. and they beat the Browns, whew, and Baker Mayfield doesn't have a good game, the heat that he's going to be feeling is going to be
1: intense. I agree. Yeah, I agree too. I agree too. Like this, this is a make or break right here, right now. Because one, I mean, if I mean all jokes aside, because they they they're in a position right now especially cleveland is like they have all the talent in the world but they for whatever reason just don't they like the cleveland right now it's like dallas like you have all the talent in the world but yet it's not equating to any type of wins which is which is which is crazy
2: and all this proves to me that it wasn't Hugh Jackson's fault. Hugh Jackson was actually a good coach, and he actually played pretty well under Hugh Jackson. Once they started flipping around and got Freddie Kitchens, and now they got this other guy. I mean, give I'll give um, Baker Mayfield just a, a you know a, a slight pass on the fact that he has three different coaches over three years, three different all sets of, you know sets and schemes and everything. So it'd be kind of hard for anybody to really kind of catch on. However, mm-hmm. when you're the number one pick when you're at year three with all the weapons that he has around him, you're looking for some progression. You're looking for him to turn that corner to be like, okay, this is the franchise quarterback. If he's still, like you said, Ace, you know, not wanting to pull the trigger, looking tentative and, you know, and having a bad game and, you know, this, this, and that Cleveland Browns, are going to have to start looking at him. Like, is this the guy that, you know, that's going to, you know, lead us, you know, for the next five or 10 years. Baker Mayfield
1: could be on a short, a very short leash this season. Cleveland fans are definitely um, thinking that for sure. They're like, like, what's the problem with this guy? Like we should be much more ahead in where we are right now, but we're not. We seem like we're on the same path over and over again. And Cleveland fans is probably like, when is this going to end? When are you going to turn the corner? And they, I'm pretty sure that they're screaming about it as well.
0: I feel like this. If Cleveland messed around to become, get the first round pick. I wonder the rumor that Trevor Lawrence and Dabble Sweeney going to Jacksonville would be the same for Cleveland.
2: If they get the first round pick, Baker Mayfield is going to be officially done in Cleveland.
0: And I would think he would go to Jacksonville.
2: He could. I think Baker Mayfield is a, de- a decent quarterback. I just think it's his time in, in Cleveland has not been
1: good to him and he's not been good to Cleveland. He
2: might need a change of scenery,
1: but here's the deal. I wouldn't be surprised if they, I, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'll put it out there. If they don't get the number one seed, I would not be surprised if they start training away their talent, everybody, but Baker Mayfield, I would not be surprised. Everybody, but May- Baker Mayfield. Uh-huh. Like I, I, I could see them starting with OBJ.
0: Nah, I think I, – I wouldn't start with OBJ. No, I'm not saying I, –
1: I what I'm saying is is that I could – like, if they don't get the – if they don't get the – I mean, it all depends on the season. Like you said, smooth. I think that what it comes down to is that if this is a regression to the point where they're down – you know, they're the number one team going for the – number I mean, number one in, um, in the draft, then – I would not be – then all bets are off. I could see them trapping a quarterback and then, you know, like you said, it would be for Baker Mayfield. But if there is some type of incline to the point where they're fighting for a playoffs or something like that but not making in or, you know what I'm saying, like they're right on the cusp of making a playoffs. But making the playoffs or not making the playoffs barely, if that is the case, then I could see them going – I could see them changing the talent outside of Baker Mayfield.
2: I could see that if they felt like they needed some different weapons
1: mm-hmm. or
2: some different pieces around them, but it'll be very interesting to see.
0: Mm. Well, yeah, well, that's the first thing <laughs> we're gonna go. a lot of speculation after one week. We still got 15 weeks before the playoffs start, so.
1: That's true. But before I, before before you say that, shout outs to the ten quarterbacks that started in week one. That are all African American. So it was ten?
0: Yeah. Yep. Can you name all ten?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't. I could can try. Was it okay. Dak Prescott? Russell Wilson. Kyler Murray. Dwayne Haskins. Deshaun. Deshaun Watson. Patrick Mahomes. Even one of our friends might say he's mixed and not <laughs> pretty black. Um don't don't stop me. Um
0: how could it be 10?
2: Um, um I can't. Uh, his name is right on the tip of my tongue. About him. Cam Newton. Um can I think? I just got Um Used to used to play in Minnesota. Was in was in the Saints last year. Uh, Teddy. Uh, uh, I can't
0: Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. That's eight. Who's up two? Uh, Wait, who did you name? I'm sorry. You named Teddy Bridgewater. Can <laughs> Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, uh a boy in Seattle.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Kyla uh, Murray. Who? Kyla Murray.
0: Kyla Murray. Ross the Redskins.
1: Dwayne Haskins, Lamar Jackson, Patrick. Lamar Mahomes. Jackson,
0: forgot Lamar Jackson.
1: Lamar Jackson, that's uh, nice. And Tyrod.
0: Yes. Tyrod starting for
2: who? Chargers. Chargers. He's t- oh. Yep.
0: Really? Yep. Yeah. Go ahead, Tyrod. <laughs> Everybody thought it was going to be uh, the rookie, but they started Tyrod. hmm Go ahead, Tyrod. And I want to say San Diego. Well, obviously, all of them didn't win. Yeah. All of them played pretty well. hmm mm.
2: Wow, that's.
0: Well, we know for a fact Lamar won. Cam won. Patrick won. Uh, Russell won. Teddy won. Uh, so we know at least half of them won. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: the so black QBs don't suck.
0: No. No. no now, when you, now, when there's 32 teams and you got like 35% of the. Chargers
1: won too. One. Chargers won.
0: Oh, Tyrod won. That makes six.
1: six oh, two. well then.
2: That's a that's that's a good percentage.
0: And and more of them are coming out. <laughs> and there's, hey, we still got some of their backups.
2: That's <laughs> true. Here, here, here. <laughs> a la Jameis Winston. <laughs>
0: Will Smith. Still in the league, he's still there, That's hmm. right? Okay, so, not to mention, uh, I think the backup of Jacksonville is black and Ooh. in uh, Pittsburgh. Wow,
2: guess I guess I gotta brush up on the rosters. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do at this stage. <laughs> I, I, was, I was unaware that that, that many, uh. Uh, that system. many men of color were were, were QB starting
0: right <laughs> but anywho big shout out to that as well sixty percent of them won um let's talk about this uh monumental collapse of the the la clippers and uh and uh the bucks and um <laughs> so much for the top seeds uh, Squaring off in the finals. <laughs> well, I mean, you still have one that possibly could, but I don't know. Uh, that Denver squad is looking. I'm not saying they're not beatable, but damn it, <laughs> when you think they down, <laughs> I hope LeBron and them don't sit there and kind of like take them for granted. Just like every other squad did, because they coming for blood. <laughs>
2: I will admit I didn't see this coming. Um, Woo! Down three-one, and you, and they came back and, and yeah. So they that, uh, huh? They were down three-one twice. Yes, and uh, but I'm saying in, in regards to this series, I mean they were down three-one and came back and beat the Clippers by double digits. All those games, they, I, And last night, good Lord, I don't know what the heck happened. They just – to me, the Clippers never looked like from the moment they got into the bubble that they were all there. And to be perfectly honest, the Clippers didn't look like even from the season they were all there because it was always like somebody was hurt, somebody was not hurt. You had Kawhi Leonard playing some games, not playing some games. Paul George was hurt for about the first month and a half to two months of the season. Then he came back in, got to get himself back into the rhythm. The Clippers talked a lot of stuff, and everybody expected, I think, more than what it was because on paper, they were probably the the more well-rounded, better team. But when they got on the court, it just didn't – it never looked like a team. It looked like a collection of cats that you would see on the court on a Saturday morning balling, you know, at the rec center, you know, a little bit of plays here and there, can play good defense when they, you know, when they put their mind to it. But it never looked like it clicked, clicked well. And they, didn't I guess they, they have, felt. Um, hmm?
0: well, I was going to say, but didn't they have issues with people being quarantined at the beginning of the playoffs or the beginning of the bubble?
2: Yeah, Montel, Montel, Montreal, yeah, Montreal, he had some family issues. So he left the bubble, came back. You know, Lou Williams left, <laughs> hit Magic City for some wings, had to be quarantined, all the stuff. It was. I mean, people gonna make excuses about that, but you know, two of the teams that said when um, the last incident occurred and NBA's pause play, the Clippers said they didn't want to actually, you know, continue. To me, they didn't look like they really wanted to always be there. It looked like they were going through the motions. But damn it, the Utah Jazz and whew, that boy. That boy. And I ain't talking about jokovic the Joker. I'm talking about that boy. Oof. Remember? Um Jamal. Jamal Murray. He cooked them. He cooked them hard. Did and he only spend one year in Kentucky? Probably. So. <laughs> don't nobody stay two years as as it is now. <laughs> but um Yeah, he's he they're a problem. Um it's going to be interesting to see how they, how, how this series with the Lakers pan out, but the Clippers, they choked. not the worst choke, um, that, that we've seen, but it's gotta be up there. And if I'm Kawhi Leonard, man, your legacy took a heavy, heavy hit. Some people were saying that he was the best player in the league, that he was better than LeBron James. I thought that was reaching a little bit too far, but, um, I don't know. I mean, that that's a heavy hit. I mean, Paul George was Paul George. He is what he was in Indiana. He's gonna be like that in, in the Clippers. You know what he's gonna be, so you need to play around his weaknesses. But damn, they got ran three to one. Only way they can erase this stink is the same way that go to state erased their stink. They gotta they gotta run it right back and they gotta and they gotta win the chip. That's the only way that Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers erases the stink off of them
1: um okay uh I, I i i said this when i was um i i said this when we was chatting like bottom line i agree with smooth they completely choked um and kind of find out in hearing more of the talks um, there was definitely some chemistry issues with the Clippers um, within the com- within the team itself. Um, there was an altercation. I, I guess there was reports of an altercation between um, two of the players, um, the Clippers, um, in the midst of everything that was going on. Really? I didn't catch that.
0: I think yeah. Montrez and...
1: Paul George.
0: Paul George, because Montrez just said he threw an errant pass or some shit like that?
1: Yes, something like that. So um, there was definitely some chemistry issues. Um, but I'm hearing so many excuses. The chemistry issues, the fact that they were fatigued. Um, so I, to be honest, what I'm hearing right now is just like what Smooth said, it just seems as though that they just didn't want to be there. And you could tell by the, the style of play that they just didn't seem like they wanted it all. Um, it wasn't serious enough for them at this stage. Um, I'm mean, hearing reports that some people even wanted to go home. Um, before, I mean, that's why they did what they did. Um, the point of the matter is, is this. If they're not ready for it, if they, if, if, they have timid, if they have chemistry issues on the team, they're not ready to compete for a championship. Um, and to be honest, their legacy now is, in, in, is tarnished because of this, because it just shows that they wasn't prepared inside the bubble to go for something that they all were shooting for before. And now you got, you know, everybody's criticizing them. I think that is the they choked more so than the fact that Denver won. Um Denver basically did what they were supposed to do. Everybody had the Clippers going into the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers. And rightfully I mean, they have the talent, but they just didn't have the chemistry. And if you don't have the chemistry, along with your talent, that's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a nightmare. You won't last in the playoffs series long. And rightfully so. They lost the lat the next three games um, to a Denver team who everybody didn't have them winning against them. And they were a top seed. Clippers were a top seed in this, in this series. And yet because of the chemistry, the lack of chemistry, the lack of all these excuses that they have uh, it just wasn't in the cards for them. And truth be told, if they don't get their chemistry issues resolved, it's going to continue being the same thing over and over again. So whether it's Doc Rivers, whether it's Steve Ballmer, somebody got to write that ship real quick because you're wasting, two, you're wasting years with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the same team. And if it means that you have to make some changes to make the chemistry better, you got to do what you have to do. Now, without that being said, I'm not going to talk more about the Clippers because they choked and now they're going home. I want to talk real quick about Denver and how, how team-oriented they are. They're playing like a team. They're playing with – they have the younger players. They have the talent to do what is necessary. Jamal Murray is now a superstar. He is not no longer a good player. He is a superstar. He is taking the Denver team and putting it on the next level where they should be. And to be honest, I'm very interested to see how they play against the Lakers because if – I mean, I get it. LeBron James and Anthony Davis is there, but I'm very curious to see how the team chemistry is with Denver against the Lakers talent because if Denver can beat Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, two of the biggest superstars in the NBA, then I'm pretty sure they're going to use some type of blueprint or formula similar to that with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Now the question is whether or not they can get it done. I don't think it's not going to be an easy series for either teams.
0: Nope. I think Joker. I think Joker can sit there and hang with AD personally. And LeBron is just LeBron. LeBron is just a freaking nature, even at his age and how many miles he has on his legs. So it's not about if you can contain LeBron. It's just can the other can Denver match the energy and play like a team and don't think don't have. I don't think that Jamal Murray and Joker got to be the ones to go against A.D. and LeBron. A.D. and LeBron versus Denver. Denver got a shot, I'd say, in six games if they could pull it off. Well, I don't doubt I pro- they will.
1: I, I, To be honest, I, I'm, I'm almost in agreement with you. The only problem is that I already see LeBron James immediately stick going after defense against Jamal Murray. So the question is, is that who is you going to have that is able to be that X factor if Jamal Murray can't go off. Because you know, truth be told, that that's what LeBron – he's going to stick their best player. And right now, Jamal Murray is the best player. He can't mm-hmm. handle Joker. So that's, that's irrelevant. So but, the question is that who in Denver is going to be that next man up if LeBron James is guarding Jamal Murray? And if they find somebody that does that, then I can honestly see Denver doing his thing.
0: Does Denver have another big beside Joker
1: uh um, mouse I, I mean no Mason plumley to be honest he can hold on he could hold his own with a d on defense not on offense but on defense like he can guard a d and I won't see a problem with that he's quick enough to guard they need somebody that's big enough to contain Joker but Joker needs someone that is able that he can guard on the defense. Like, him against AD on defense is not going to – it may be a problem. But Miles – But I keep saying Miles. But Mason Plumlee can definitely hold the toe with um,
0: Anthony Davis. Well, then that's what they're going to have to do. I think they may have to start Plumlee and Joker together as a four and five. And what Joker's going to have to do, Joker's going to have to pull AD out of the block and put him on the perimeter. Not to say that he can't go down to the block, but pull him out of the paint. And if Le- if LeBron is gonna sit there and guard uh, Jamal, then Palmly got got to eat. Palmly and, and and the other bigs got to eat when the two of them are pulling them out of the uh, out of the front court.
2: Yeah, and and I wouldn't I'm I'm, gonna, I'm, not, I'm not too sure that they're probably gonna put AD on um on, on Djokovic initially. This is where they can probably be able to utilize um. Dwight Howard and um and JaVel McGee, if Jamel McGee is playing because before they had to sit those guys down because they were just, you know, they couldn't keep up with the small ball of Houston. Now I think mm-hmm. the Lakers can go back to more of the traditional lineup. And if I you know, if I'm the coaches staff, let those fouls get used with Dwight Howard and JaVel McGee and not let A D stick Joker one on one the entire time because the Joker might get him in complete foul trouble early. They don't want that. So I will put him on. I will let AD stick Djokovic in spots, but I'll either have Javale McGee or somebody else. Or Morris probably will probably get the get the assignment on Jokic, You know, for the dur- duration of the series, where AD playing off him at times.
1: And I'm going to be honest with you, I would not be surprised if Denver takes Game One. Me too. Because I I see they're they're the hottest team right now. Um, and I see that the Lakers is going to have to look and play them to get a feel of them first before they figure out what they're going to do. Well, I would not be surprised if Denver takes Game One.
0: I agree. I can see that.
1: I, I don't, I, I I don't know if
0: Denver wants game. to
2: go down three to one to the Lakers, though.
0: No. no. Mm. I mean, they could. They play. They seem to play some uh, of the best their best uh, basketball
1: when they're back. that's uh, that was my next. That was my point. Um, because let's be honest we were saying the same thing about about that with the clippers and then look what happened so yeah. i think if, if anything if they go down 3 if they go down 3-1 i don't see them being like completely like you know in all about it i think that they have the motivation cuz if they done it before these last two series they'll they'll have the motivation to say that we can do it again
0: they can sell themselves the Giants killer, the Giants.
1: <laughs> be honest, that's what they're doing right now. Yeah, that's what that you're doing right now. And Jamal Murray was right. He was like, "Yo, uh, you know, they everybody was asking, you know, what's you, what do you guys got to do in regards to the Lakers?" He basically said it. he was like, "No, the Lakers got to worry about us." Mm-hmm. And, and he, they, he's and, right.
2: And they do, um, they do. I mean, I agree with you, um, Al. I, I can all but see them taking game one. Um, as the Lakers try to figure them out, um, and then I, I think it won't be a—I don't foresee them going down three-one. I think this might be a bit more of a evenly matched series. Um, if I had to—if I had to put money on it, I would probably say Lakers in six, but um, but I'm—I'm I'm gonna be looking forward to this series, just yeah. like the um, Boston and in um, Miami. I hope that goes seven.
1: That's—it looks like it's going—it's gonna go seven way that they're playing, and to be honest, I I, I, I I like this series a lot more at this stage because these are very two evenly matched teams. So, and like I said, I can wish I, I wanted to go seven games because this this is more exciting at this level where they are right now.
0: I'm not even. I I. I'm, I, I, hmm. the East proved to be a a pretty, pretty tough conference when the playoffs came around. Um, They played some pretty good basketball. Um, The cream of the crop definitely rose to the top. Uh, Without getting too, without getting too, too, too much into the Boston Miami series, you know who the top four or last four standing. Who do you believe would be the most entertaining finals matchup? Like, what would you – if it was your perfect world, what two teams would you want to see meet for the finals?
2: I would love to see the Denver Nuggets go up against the Boston Celtics. No.
1: Wow. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love that. Uh-uh. I don't know. I mean, definitely Denver. Um, but I don't know between Boston and Miami. I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind Denver in Boston, but I wouldn't mind Denver in Miami as well at this stage.
0: Well, I tell you this. I bet the NBA is drooling at the possibility of an L.A. Boston championship. Of course. <clears throat> of course. That'd be like yeah. Of personally, personally, I would love to see an L.A. Miami series, and I would love to see Miami taken in six because I can't say I've always been a Jimmy Butler fan, but I damn sure respect what he has going on right now, and everything that he's talking about. Because, you know, I thought he was – I just thought he was really a crass, really didn't give a damn about his teammates sort of a type of player based off a conversation that he said when he was in Minnesota, based on a lack of conversation and things that he said in Philly. You know, when you don't say much, that speaks volumes as well. (laughs) But the fact of how he speaks on, you know, with Miami – and that core of players, and do they rookies? (laughs) They're rookies and they're second-year players. I don't think, I think Miami's matched nicely with Boston based on the style of play and the type of players that they have. But I don't think L.A., if they were to beat Denver, don't have an answer for Miami. I mean, LeBron is LeBron, but I, I truly believe the mentality that Jimmy Butler would sit there and say, give me LeBron. Give me LeBron every game, all game, and let that be my responsibility. I guarantee 60 or 70% of the time, Jimmy Butler would back up his his talk. Yeah, LeBron is probably going to get his, but LeBron isn't going to be that difference maker. Sit there and say that's the reason why LA won. LA would have to become that team, would have to play that team ball. And I don't know if LA has enough team ball mentality to sit there and try to take over Miami squad. So I'm not a LeBron hater. Obviously, I love LeBron. But if I if I had to see it that way, I would love to see Miami, LA, Miami take it. And then next season, the Clippers man up, get that third piece that they need. And then Clippers win it. And then, L, and then LeBron is just like, All right, I'm done. You know, LeBron just won his last championship in Cleveland and let it just be that way.
1: Now that you talk about it, Ace, um, I think I do take it back. Um, I do want uh, to be honest. I, I still want a Denver and Miami uh, matchup, but I'm on your I'm on your side. Out of all the teams, I would prefer Miami to win, just for those reasons alone. Um, I think that, with this all being said, like this will prove that you don't have to have a super team of players, and at the end of the day. Jimmy Butler was like, "Hey, I could take, I could go anywhere at this stage, and as long as I have the talent and the people that work around me work hard, we could definitely make things happen." And he is proving that. The Miami Heat has been proving that. Um, they did it right now, beating. They did. They did it, beating the Bucks. I mean, they're on a. Uh, they're the Cinderella story right now, while Denver is that team oriented. You know, um, the Lakers have the star players, of course, right now. Um, Boston ha- Boston, and-, and Denver has, quote-unquote, that team chemistry, though. Um, but Miami is that underdog. they that true underdog. And uh, to be honest, you're right. If LA plays the Miami Heat in the finals, that's going to be a, de- a defensive ma- matchup issue. If you got Jimmy Butler sticking, LeBron James, you can have Bam um, taking on AD. You isolated the two best players right there um, because – Bam was definitely will be able to push AD out. Um, he has the quickness to, to handle um, AD. So, I mean, that will be, uh, the more that you, you, you you're, the more that you speak about it, Ace, the more I'm convinced that Miami has the tools necessary to, to basically win it all as an underdog. And if that is correct, and if they were to do that, I don't want to hear any more about this talk about super teams and all that stuff, because, Remember, that whole thing that we had this conversation about last time in regards to the super teams, when Jimmy Butler was saying that, hey, I could take these third, these, these third stringers and beat up the starters. All he's doing is proving his point that if he could take a team of players and have as long as they're on the same page, they could beat anybody. And if he does that on this bubble, then that alone should solidify him as one of the, if not one of the biggest and best playoff series around that should be evident enough to know that Jimmy Butler is on that uh, is in that tier because Mm -hmm. he's taking this team and leading them to the championship series if he does it. Now, you know, that's why it's man, it's, it's crazy because all that talk about Jimmy Butler needs to go to LA. Jimmy Butler needs to go to um, the Warriors. He needs to go to Milwaukee. He needs to go to, he needs to, 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 to be on a, he needs to be on with somebody as a superstar team. He's taken a team that doesn't have a superstar, now has an all star in Bam bottle, but he didn't, wasn't an all star then. So he's taken his talents to a team that didn't have no all stars and got them to where they are right now. You, if, if he does that, by all accounts, that's more of a feat that's bigger than anything else. That would be a,
2: a, a that would be a great story for the, the NBA. And it, it speaks volumes more so Ace because to me, it, it just, if he wins it all with the Miami heat and I don't, and I, I'm, I'm not as convinced as you guys that they, that they can, they're yeah. capable, but I don't think they can, Um it speaks volumes about the team that they had in Minnesota, and it speaks to tremendous volumes about the team in Philadelphia because he exactly. could have stayed with Philly, but exactly. he left to go to Miami that didn't have that many great players that they had, even though, um, what's his face this is supposed to be quote unquote, his boy. Um, and B is supposed to be his boy, but you still bounced and left and went to Miami and didn't want to re up with them. Even though Philly was going to offer you a contract, you said, nah, I'm going to Miami. And you know why? Because that team has no heart, and you saw what happened in the first round. Gone. I mean, they had injuries, yes, but that team has no heart. Minnesota has no heart. And, you know, he's that dude, Butler, that he wants guys that he can, that he knows that's going to be in the trenches with him, and he can count on them. And there's a bunch of prima dons in Philly – there was a bunch of lazy cats in Minnesota. And he had he didn't want to have nothing to do with it. That's why he's in Miami. And I agree. It, that would be a hell of a matchup. I just don't want to see the Lakers. And I'm tired of seeing I, LeBron yeah, in the I finals.
0: Too. Too. I'm tired of seeing it too. But
2: I want to see some fresh faces that's going to get me engaged. Because if the Lakers is there, Boston was there. Will I really turn in to watch that?
0: Because no, I think
2: LA, not. I think L A will be Boston in five, personally. Yeah, if the if it's L A and he, will I turn in and watch that for the first few games? And if it gets starting looking like the Lakers have found their niche, meh, I want to see something that's going to get me engaged. And right now, seeing LeBron James coronated with his fourth NBA championship, even though after the Clippers lost, everybody basically is giving them the chip, which is really annoying. I just don't want to see it, you know, uh, another fourth coronation. Then they say that four and five is better than six and
1: zero and eleven and zero. And that's I'm sorry, but that's that's starting to really, really annoy me at this to stage. the core. Like and. I get it that there are fans, you are Laker fans out there. And to be honest, I'm gonna speak to the Laker fans. I get the fact that you're Laker fans, I get the fact that your quote unquote rivals and the Clippers are now gone. So you think that it's an easy walk to the NBA championship. I get that. That's what you're supposed to do. You root for your teams. But as far as everybody else is concerned that are not fans of the Lakers and still thinking that LeBron James got a cakewalk to the NBA championship, this is what the NBA playoffs is all about. So I'm going to say this, that you guys really need to understand you cannot underestimate Denver, number one, because Denver is that team-oriented team that is going to be able to give you some problems. Now, I'm not saying that they, they're going to win it all. It's going to be a competitive series, but you still got to earn your keep. It's not a cakewalk straight to the finals. You're not going to sweep Denver. That's, I know for a fact, you're not going to be able to sweep Denver. I'm thinking at least they're going to get one game at least. But my point is is that you still got another eight more games to go before you can write yourself as NBA championships. So I need you guys to hold your horses. Their teams is going to get a lot tougher. That's what the NBA championship is all about, the finals and the NBA finals and even the Western Conference finals. So stop writing off LeBron as he, are, as he got his chip because, let's be honest, it's not set in stone yet. I need everybody to just hold their horses. Lakers fans can cheer all they want, you know. They they are favored to win, which is fine. But just like the Clippers, they were favored to win. And look what happened to them. And just because you have LeBron James and the Clippers have Kawhi Leonard does not make a difference because, let's be be honest, LeBron James is not undefeated in the playoffs. So get that system out your face. So my point is, is that anything goes. So, continue to root for your teams, but don't keep writing in stone that you're going to make it to the NBA Finals and you're going to win the championship because now everybody's in agreement
0: with you. And the reason why I feel the way I do about Miami, because Miami, in my opinion, is the only squad left that when you need a perimeter shot, They got jokers that can hit perimeter shots consistently. I'm not saying, and I'm talking outside of. I'm I'm talking outside of each team's player stars. So if you take AD Lebron, Joker, Jamal, you take uh, Tatum, you take uh, Jalen Brown, and you take uh, Kimba, uh, Kimba, Kimba. You take all them out the equation, and you take you take Jimmy out the equation. I'll take Miami all day, every day, because them boys are young. Them boys are hungry. They don't know no better. And damn it, they hit shots. Thank you. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Talahiro, that dude is a mo- and Look, I, I didn't – I mean, he played in the Big Ten. He played with Wisconsin. He was nice. Yeah, he shot a lot of threes, but nobody knew he was going to come into the league and be that dude. <laughs> that man.
1: Him, him and Duncan.
0: Exactly. I I Pat Riley got a, a great problem to be dealing with here the next three, four years. He's gonna have to sit there and decide who the hell he's gonna pay versus who he not. But I guarantee within that three to four year window, I'm a bookmark right now that Miami probably get two ships. I, 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 I guarantee it because they're only gonna get better. They're only gonna get better. And Jimmy's gonna keep all them jokers grounded. And Jimmy's gonna probably say, I don't want no other superstars here. I'm good with my squad the way it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will say this. If they win a championship, Jimmy gets to pick and choose who coming. Mm-hmm. To
0: Miami. <laughs> and I guarantee he ain't gonna want nobody. I think I think, I, I think he likes being the ringleader. And I think he likes being the Pied piper and he has them following him. But he also knows that he gets he lets them do he lets them get off because he doesn't need to score 20. 30, 35 points in order for him to win. He can sit there and score 16 and that team will still win. <laughs>
2: hey, they got a squad. And then right now they're, they're,
1: they're, they're, they're putting in the work. But you also have to understand, I mean, like you said, Ace, they got he got a bunch of rookies and second year players. Mm-hmm. So they are in a position where their youth um, gives them a lot of energy. Almost sick. I mean, to be honest, is is equally the same with Denver in some way, shape, or form because they have a lot of young players um, on the Denver squad. So, I think that the more I'm hearing about this fatigue thing with the Clippers, um, with the players that they had, it makes me a concern with the Lakers being that they have a lot of experienced players as well. If they can keep up with the youth of the Denver Nuggets, and we will see that because if that is the case. And same thing with um, Miami because they have a lot of youth experience as well. If Boston can keep up with them, which I believe that they can to an extent, then, you know, it's going to be an exciting series. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 curious to see how this goes. And hey Denver, I'll say the last
2: thing about that. Whatever you do, somebody keep an eye on Rondo Rajo. Don't let him get off.
0: <laughs> Rajon?
2: Not let Rajon Rondo get off.
0: He's he's just playoff Rajon, you know what I'm saying. He just, for whatever reason, he's just that dude. He
2: but he he is, in my opinion, in the playoffs for the Lakers, that X factor.
0: I guarantee if he if they went against Miami, he wouldn't be a factor. Well, but yeah. I can I see, see
1: Kendrick. Him I, can, I see I see Kendrick Nunn putting some work on him.
0: Mm.
1: Somebody better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I know we sitting here burning pretty much our time for this evening. So next question is going to be very short. Maybe keep it to a 15, 20 second response. College football, was it everything you guys expected it to be? Or was it just a bunch of pansy playing against one another? Do you see the same old crap? Go.
2: <laughs> Happy to see college football. Wasn't excited. You know.
0: Big 10. Happy to see the Big 10 coming back in the end of October.
2: We'll see. <laughs> Ditto.
0: And do you think the Pac 12 is going to make a comeback?
2: I have no
1: idea. I don't think so.
0: All right. Well, that's what we're, <laughs> we're going to talk about college football right now. No meaningful games, really. <laughs> Nothing of any real consequence going on. So
1: I will say this. I'm sorry. I will say this. It's, it's I mean, the way it just started off is no excitement whatsoever. And if there's no excitement in the beginning stages of it, I just don't see it being exciting uh, until at least everybody's like the college football is all in it, all into you know at the same time. Uh, but until that happens, it's just it's like with everything, all the other sports around that's available, NBA still playing, NFL still play, is now kicked off, baseball, you got all these different sports. Everybody is not going to be able to be at that same level where they were as excited with college football at this stage. So it's going to take time. Ditto.
0: (laughs) Well, I will say this. College football is just a different beast when it comes to the fandom, the alumni and whatever. So it may not be the big hoopla with college football Saturdays, so to speak, but each team that is playing their fan base and their their loyal alumni will tune in for that game for that set of hours. But then after that's done, I don't think they'll pay attention to the rest of college football like they might have paid attention to last season or season's past.
1: Yeah. I will yeah. Say that. But – and also the fact that without the tailgating and the festivities, the beginning of college football, it doesn't – it doesn't have that same umph, something right. to get excited to. So um, until that's built back up, I, I think that's where we – everybody's just tuned to watching it on the TV and just rooting from afar. And, and – uh, and
2: I'll say this last thing, with the the delay with, you know, with, with COVID and everything, kids being on, not on campus, it took a lot of umph out of college football season. True.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. Definitely agree. Well, fellas, we're pressed up against time. That damn NFL and NBA take up so much of our our precious uh, commentary that we didn't have any other time to adjust and speak on the U.S. Open. Baseball, rugby, uh, you know, aquatics.
1: I miss that. Uh, curling. Aquatics.
0: You know, so many different things
1: you can talk about.
2: You <laughs> ain't the Olympics, man. <laughs> I miss aquatics.
0: The trials. <laughs> you know. uh, but that being said, uh, where can folks find you? Twitter and
2: the gram, J.E. Ross, number seven.
1: Uh, I was about to say something, but I digress. Twitter
0: and Instagram, I am Al Qualls. Twitter and Instagram, I am Al Qualls. You can find me on E 2nd and If I ain't there, you can find me on Twitter at CatDaddy1963. That's CatDaddy1963 on Twitter. <laughs> Plainfield, what up? Uh, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, fellas, once again, it's a pleasure. Uh, we're just in a plethora of so many different sports that's going on right now. You know, it's just h- kind of hard to kind of focus. Hell, we never talk hockey, but hell, the hockey championships is going on. <laughs> so, <It is? laughs> this is the top four teams are like, exactly. But anyway, uh, on a side note, really quick, uh Rihanna Taylor's mom got broke off 12 mil. You know, everybody thinks that money you throw a little money at somebody to shut up and go, you know, fade in the fade in the background. But I'm happy to see that her, you know, the mom, the lawyer, and everybody else is still not satisfied with the monetary aspect of things, but they still want justice. So justice for Beyonce Taylor, police reform don't mean shit if you don't get the justice for Brianna Taylor. So let's the you know, Let's stop. Let's not stop fighting until we get which. Rihanna's mom and everybody rightfully deserves, and putting those men behind bars where they deserve to be. So, with that being said, thank you, everybody out there. You know where to find us. I'm not going to spit it out. We'll be back next week with another episode of Guys Talking Sports. Uh,
1: well, before we say that, the district attorney that's handling Rihanna Taylor's case, you really need to do your job. Um, all jokes aside, like it's been now, uh, it's been it's been a minute, and the fact that there is nothing that's even being said about it, whether the police is either innocent or guilty, um, it's really telling. And you really need to handle your business and do what you need to do. Even though the settlement is there, all jokes aside, like you still didn't do your job, and uh, you may be quiet about it but it's not helping the case at all. And it's not going to resolve the issue unless you say something one way, shape, or form of where we are with this. So this needs to happen. And it's not about the protests or anything. This is more at the district attorney that's handling the case because you're not handling the case. You're not saying anything. I mean, I could go on a rant, but I'm not going to. It's just that you need to just say something and do something at this stage because obviously you're not doing anything to the point where everybody says so say something. That's all I have. Sorry. God bless. Have a good one. Because I don't, I don't, if I go into it, it's going to be an issue. God bless. Have a good
2: one. All